We have to speak for the ocean because nobody speaks for the ocean, in fact. That's Romain Troublé, executive director of the Tara Ocean Foundation, or, since it's based in France, Fondation Tara Océan, which is an organization devoted to the ocean and ocean research. You'll hear more about Romain Troublé and from him in this podcast, and about ocean research, the boat Tara, and the two-year project currently underway called Mission Microbiomes, and how this is connected to the fashion house Agnès B. Hi, and welcome to Conversations with Scientists. I'm Vivian Marks. Just briefly about this podcast. For my stories, I interview scientists around the world, and these podcasts share more of what I find out and hear. I recently did a story on ocean research, in particular, the ocean microbiome and ocean viruses. Links to the pieces in Nature Methods and on the nature.com blogs are in the show notes. The stories look at the work ongoing in a number of labs that focus on the difficult tasks of assessing the ocean's microbiome, including the ocean's viruses. You have perhaps heard of the gut microbiome, the many microbes in our gut that play a role in maintaining our health. The ocean microbiome plays a similar role in our planetary health. A massive research effort is underway to better understand the roles of the ocean microbiome. Here's Romain Troublé. I really see an analogy, uh, although we cannot compare the two microbiomes. I really see an analogy. I mean, our microbiome in our guts is completely, uh, we don't have it, we don't live. We cannot live without these people. And I, uh, and I, I like the analogy with the ocean. I think the planet, equilibrium, the big equilibrium of the planet that makes it a living planet, Depends on the microbiome of the ocean the same way we depend on our own microbiome in our way. And I think this analogy is very important for people to understand because the ocean is not made of whales and, and dolphins. The ocean is 60% made of microbes. And they are doing many things every day for us all. And uh, how can we share this story? How we can share that uh, when you see plastic in the ocean or chemicals or warming of the ocean, you have an effect not only on turtles but on something that, that, that brings you life and that makes the, 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 the planet a, a living planet. This is very important people to understand that. Microbes may be tiny, but they are mighty in the way that they are involved in regulating ocean ecology. Microbes affect the health of our planet because, for example, of the role they play in food webs. Since we like breathing, we can thank the ocean's microbes for that. And there are also viruses in the ocean that matter in good ways. And viruses, they are, they are part of the, one of the puzzle, uh, one of the jigsaw uh, pieces. Huh? They, they work together with many others and they produce what we need as, a, as, a, as a living organisms on the planet. It's very magical. Huh? It's kind of a magic into this. I think it's pretty crazy because all these people is moving around moved by the currents and someday they are South Africans and the other day they are Namibian. They don't really care about the, the limits that mankind has put into place. And, uh, but they, in, despite these currents, despite all this movement dynamics, they keep doing what they do and they keep producing cartogen. They keep uh, storing carbon dioxide. It's amazing, amazing. Uh, I mean, this is a great mystery of the planet, of the century. How can we decipher how this, 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 this micro people, microscopic people is, is uh, behaving. 
It's logistically hard and expensive to study the ocean's microbes. You need to collect samples, many samples, of, for example, plankton and other marine microbes, and take the samples to the lab and analyze the genomic information you collected about microbes in those samples. You have to tease out which pieces of genomic material are in the samples and which organisms those snippets are from. That's genomic detective work on a gigantic scale. First and foremost in this work, you need a boat. And in this case, there's a schooner called Tara, which has a crew and which travels the world's oceans. Scientists come on board for weeks or months at a time. And you will hear more about this from Romain Troublet and what to do if you're interested in coming aboard Tara yourself. The foundation has many partners and supporters and has run a number of expeditions that have yielded loads of publicly available data. So even if you are not the ocean-faring type, you can look at the data, play with it, analyze it while sitting high and dry on land. But it's not the kind of ocean data you might expect, like tallies of, say, coral reefs or whale populations. The data are about the ocean's microbes. I asked Romain Troublet, the foundation's executive director, what fundamentally matters to him about this work. We have to speak for the ocean because nobody speaks for the ocean, in fact. So, yeah. Very, with a very humble, because we are sailors. I'm a sailor myself. and The founders are kind of sailors. And when you're a sailor, you're kind of humble people, humble person because you, you know how weak and how little you are facing the at sea. Oh, kind of nothing. Uh, we have to be conscious about that. I think it's very important. And I think that's uh, something that characterizes a lot uh, the spirit of this project, Loki. Romain Troublet is a sailor and a scientist. And as a sailor scientist, he wants to help others to study and try to understand the ocean and its microbes. He is motivated by curiosity and his love of the sea. Well, I think it's about curiosity. And uh, I used to, I, indeed, I used to sail a lot. I used to sail uh, 300 days a year in my life at one stage. Uh, but uh, between, uh, between in, in bays, you know, across the world, but in bays, daily uh, sailing. So as a sailor scientist, he, wait, he spent 300 days a year at sea? 300 days a year, yes, at one stage of my life for two or three years like that, yeah. Uh, doing a very good, uh, in, uh, in sports, regatta, regattas. Yeah. And so um, uh, when we met the scientists who were willing to, to go and see the invisible, and, uh, to, to go and meet the invisible of this planet, uh, at sea, uh, I, I had the background of molecular biology and I understood uh, by training five years, I stopped just before the PhD. So I understood kind of, kind of what they wanted to do, but although I was not really aware what, what would be the outcome of it, but uh, it was incredible to, to, to figure out uh, what, we ha- what we have and when we swim around, what we have around us, it's completely crazy. Huh? Billions of organisms all over the place. Uh, it's amazing. Billions of microbes play roles in all kinds of aspects of ocean ecology and planetary health. There's lots to decipher and understand. What caught my eye as I looked at photos from Terra Ocean's expeditions is that Terra sails say Agnes B on it. That's a fashion brand called Agnes B that carries the name of the designer Agnes B or Agnes Troubli. I wondered how fashion is connected to ocean research. As it turns out, the family is keen on the ocean and ocean science. Romain Troublet is Agnès B's nephew. 
France has a big coastline and also a long track record of ocean exploration and research. Romain Troublet reminds me, though, that this caring about the ocean is not unique to France. Well, no, it's not French. Uh, although we had very, very famous uh, sailors in the past, but it's not French at all. The French people are uh, people who work in the field, not at sea, mostly. No? Like Amy... Every human being. If you ask an islander from the Pacific if he's an ocean man, he will say to you, no, we, don't, we are not ocean man. We are, they care about what they do on land. Not, they do not like to go at sea much. So I think it's part of a human. But I like, uh, I, I love uh, sailing. I, uh, there's no place on us. I'm, I'm better than when, I went, when I'm in the ocean. So the freedom of it, uh, the face-to-face with nature, could be sometimes hard, sometimes twice, very mild. And so, yeah. And, that, and for the fashion brand, it was more like uh, the love for the ocean we got from uh, from the from the, the great father, from uh, the father of the of the stylist Agnes B, who was my grandfather. He was the grandfather of my cousin Etienne, who was the, the, the founder of this project. And uh, yeah. so it's more it's more love of the ocean from this grandfather that led us to here. It led us when my father to sell Olympic games uh, two times. So, you know, it's kind of a family issue. A family issue indeed. There's Agnès Bay, there's her son Étienne Bourgois, who started the project and who is director of the Terra Ocean Foundation. There's Romain Troublé's father, a sailor, and Romain Troublé, nephew of Agnès Bay, who is executive director of the foundation. For me, the, the the sea is the is the the origin of everything. And it's uh, it's like the liquid that when we are a kid in the belly of uh, our mother. But it's kind of this kind of same liquid, amniotic liquid, that is uh, sustaining all life on Earth. And uh, that's the way I see it. And uh, I think it's pretty true. In fact, uh, we'll come from there, and uh, and all these organisms are maintaining the planet we have today as it is. Uh, the water, of course, the physics of it, but also the life that we have in the water. And uh, there's a divide between the physical scientists who, who deny any success to the biological scientists uh, because biology is not really uh, science. Huh? It's about, uh, yeah. So there's a lot of uh, stories between these two worlds. Some scientists study the physics and chemistry of the oceans, and others focus on the biology of the ocean. And between them, you find kind of a cultural divide. Yeah, that's for sure. Not a divide, it's a huge uh, gap. (laughs) Now to the practicalities. To do ocean research, you need a boat. Tara is a 36-meter-long schooner. The boat Tara has been bought by Agnès B., my aunt, and her son, Etienne. The boat was originally owned by explorer Jean-Louis Etienne. He had naval architects design the boat for his purposes, which was exploration. Yeah, yeah, he was an explorer. He sold the boat. He had to sell the boat at one stage. And he he sold the boat to Peter Blake. Peter Blake, actually, it's the New Zealander Sir Peter Blake, was also an explorer. I say was because he was murdered during an expedition in the Amazon. The expedition was focused on global warming and pollution, but then pirates boarded the boat. Our planet is not uh, everywhere like US or Europe. Uh, 
our planet is full of surprises and full of people who don't think the way you think. But also the planet is full of people who are starving for for living and uh, that can be that can be interested to 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 of the money out there, the others. That's what happened to Peter. People wanted to get some dollars and some watches and get off the boat like that. And, uh, and it was a tragedy because uh, because Peter decided to to defend himself. His widow Pippa is uh, is very keen. She's very she's with us. Uh, she's following what we do every year. I mean, she I speak to her quite quite often. And she's very happy of the legacy. Romain Troublé knew Peter Blake because they both had been sailors. You I knew, knew him by sailing. Yeah, yeah. I was racing against him, losing all the time. I sailed America's Cup twice, and he was twice against us, and twice he won. Ah, I see. So he was, in English, you call that a friend of me, right? So. Yeah, a friend of me, well, he was a nice guy. When Agnès B. and Etienne Bourgois bought the boat, it was to them about continuing Peter Blake's legacy. And when they bought the boat, they said, uh, we, want, we want to continue what you started. We want to continue what uh, Peter started. We want to keep talking about the ocean. We want to keep talking about the water. We want to do some science as well, promote science. And that's what we did. And so the success is here. The papers you saw and the paper published is show that the excellence is here. I like to say that it's a cool excellence. The Terra expeditions have generated a lot of data for scientists to analyze and use. Yeah, we have put a lot of data into the game. And uh, what is very interesting, and I think what is pretty unique, is that we have done this over the last 10 years with the same standards, same approaches. All the data collected from the plankton in the high seas, from the plankton on the coast, from the coral reefs on the on the reefs of the Pacific, from the plastic ecosystems, from all over the place, everything is intercorrelated. So you can ask questions to anything. You can plug, pull together together and ask billions of questions you have. It's what we see today in the papers coming out from teams we never thought, never met before. We have new ideas, new questions. That's completely incredible. When the boat is at sea, the daily tasks are all about sample and data collection. On the boat, we don't do research, in fact. Huh? On Tara, schooner, we don't do research. We collect. We are collectors as much as we can every day and night that pass. In fact, the, the money we spend and the money we drive from sponsors, from private sponsors, we have to, to we have we have the obligation to to be as efficient as possible to bring the most data, the best data, best quality data we can. My personal goal. During expeditions, Tara is out at sea for a long time, and it's 36 meters in length, so it's tight quarters. I asked Romain Troublé what it takes to become part of the crew. People have to be physically and mentally fit. I, people need to be hard at work. It's repetitive work, always the same work, to be able to have good science and good data. You have to repeat every day or every two days what we have done the two days before with the same quality and the same rigorous. So rigorous, rigor is the one of the very important quality. And, uh, and, uh, and the will to spend life to be, to be kind of locked down on the boat with other people for a long time. That's another 
So fit is one thing, but also psychologically happy to be with the others and to share a common, common small space. If you are listening to the podcast and want to become involved with these expeditions, there are several ways to do so. Romain Troublé explains. They can apply to be sailors. If they are sailors, they can apply. Uh, but all the scientific work is done by the labs. People are brought to the boat by the labs uh, nonstop. For the last two years, for instance, on the Terra Microbiome mission, they never stopped to send people on board. But also we have an artist uh, residence on board Terra and... Uh, and so we had gathered, uh, we are welcomed so far, 10 artists uh, on board for three weeks each in residence. But we have applications, so you have usually 300 applications for eight or 10 places. So it's a lot of uh, people who want to come here. Yeah. I think art is really, really good. We need art to think the future. We need art to, to show us ways that we have never think about. And we should, we need, we need Utopia to go forward, I think, in this world. But we underestimate a lot the power of the arts to show us the way to to show us new thinking. Um, also to reach out to people who never care about the ocean or never care about science, but they care about emotion. It's funny because many artists come on board to have a project on the microbiome or the ocean. And if in the end, they, they are so moved by the people, by the microcosmos, but by the, mic the microscopic way of being together on a small boat for a long time uh, in adversity. The people, sometimes they, they change their work, they work on the, on the people interactions. And uh, they, they're kind of moved by the, what, what the value of this. The Tara expedition currently underway is called Mission Microbiomes. Since the early Tara Oceans expeditions, techniques for analysis have advanced, and the plan is, with mission microbiomes, to use long-read sequencing, high-C sequencing to capture chromatin organization on a genome-wide scale, and the researchers will also be using various types of advanced imaging. The teams are also focusing on microplastics in the ocean. I mean, plastic is made of oil. It's hydrophobic, and any anything that is hydrophobic, uh, stick to it in, in, in the water. So it sticks a lot of chemical of, of organisms, but also other pollutants. They are in fact concentrators of chemical pollutions. Pesticides, oh, for instance, huh. it stick to the plastic. So it's a kind of an accumulator of uh, chemicals, but also it's a fantastic uh, substrate for organisms to stick to it, like on a rock uh, on the coast, but just a sun, sunny place. We call it the plastisphere. Plastisphere, wow. these new ecosystems. And it's very funny because this plastic is uh, not the same with, if you change the plastic chemical, poly, polystyrene or polypropylene. It's not the same ecosystem. They are specific to the, to the type of plastics. Mission Microbiomes, which has collected a lot of data on the ocean microbiome and on microplastics, wraps up this fall and has been ongoing for two years. Tara and the crew have been sailing along the coasts of Europe, Africa, and South America. Tara has also stopped along the way, for example, in towns like Dakar, Cape Town, Rio de Janeiro, Buenos Aires, and other cities too. When Tara stops, people come on board, and that includes policymakers and children and young people. For the younger generations who come on board, the message, says Romain Troublé, shouldn't be one of doom and gloom about the state of the oceans and what might happen to the oceans in the future. 
I think we need a message. I think uh, what's important for me is the message we bring to the people. Uh, not only science, not only knowledge, not only not only the doom and gloom of climate change and pollution, which is kind of kind of uh, kind of a lot of anxiety bring to this. Uh, but I think we need to show as well that there is a way. There is a way to move yourself to uh, to choose the work that pop, that's on the good side of the issue and not on the wrong side of the of the issue. And to show people if you choose the right side, the right companies who work towards the solutions rather than towards the issues, you're going to have a much happier life. You're going to enjoy your life, in fact. Just in your daily life, choose the right path. Choose the, the positive path and not the negative path. Because the job you do, you can do it in, a, in an oil company or you can do it in other, other companies. And what, what makes people anxious about climate change all this stuff it's not about cli- it's not the climate change itself it's the what is the thing is the fact that we don't move to find a solution this is what makes people anxious so as, lo- as soon as you start moving in your daily life in the way you consume in the way you work which company you work for then you move then you're not not anxious anymore we speak to kids every now and then and we cannot tell the kids everything is fucked up uh, we we fucked up everything yeah, we have problems, but uh, we need to work on the solutions. And uh, two degrees will be better than three degrees, and three degrees will be better than four degrees. You have to fight for the future you want. I mean, if the, especially the young, the young students, I mean, they, are, they have the power. If they don't choose companies who are negative on climate change, all these issues, they won't go to this, and they will go to work on the, on the, on the solution-driven companies. The value of a company is the people who make it. That was Conversations with Scientists. Today's episode was about the ocean microbiome and ocean research, and a little about the fashion designer Agnès B. and her family, and the commitment to ocean research. And it was with Romain Troublé, executive director of the Terra Ocean Foundation. Here's also a shout out and thank you to Camille Lextré from Terra Ocean Foundation, who helped me organize this podcast. And I just wanted to say, because there's confusion about these things sometimes, Terra Ocean Foundation did not pay to be in this podcast. This is independent journalism that I produce in my living room. I'm Vivian Marks. Thanks for listening.